largest media networks. This is America's First News. This morning with your host, Gordon Deal. The lack of prep. Good morning, I'm Gordon Deal, along with Jennifer Kashenka on this Monday, September 7. Thanks for being with us on this Labor Day. Here's what we have for you this hour. If a deadly coronavirus was inevitable, why was the U.S. not ready? We'll examine the many reasons. Also, what if your kid's biology instructor also had to teach art? Teachers fear coronavirus budget cuts. Plus, for the holiday today, Labor Day quotes that demonstrate the power of hard work. And Americans discover above-ground swimming pools during a pandemic summer. There's less entertainment this summer. People have more free time on their hands and are taking on these home projects of installing their own pool for the time being. Plans to Disney World are canceled. Uh, maybe their, their community pool, their neighborhood pool is out of commission this summer because of the virus. So they're, they need some inter- you got to distract the kids some way. Patrick Thomas of the Wall Street Journal on trending above-ground pools and why some owners are getting into hot water. Scientists have warned of a pandemic for decades, yet when COVID-19 arrived, the world had few resources and little understanding. Betsy McKay, senior writer at the Wall Street Journal, has done a deep dive on the reasons why. Betsy, what did you do here? Well, we went back, you know, uh, more than 20 years to look at... um, basically how the um, threat of of a pandemic and certainly the threat of epidemics um, has grown over the years. And, you know, there there have been warnings going back um, three or four decades now, uh, ever since, you know, some of these new viruses, most of which come from animals, started reemerging. But we kept just going from epidemic to epidemic and making a few changes along the way, but not really um, taking a comprehensive approach and doing everything you need to do to prevent a situation like the one we're in. So why is it that we wind up being reactive all the time, it seems, and not proactive? Um, Well, that's both a philosophical and a psychological (laughs) question in in addition to a policy question. Um, You know, part of it is human nature, right? It's... um, you know, uh, it's hard to imagine what could happen, but but on a policy level, um, it's it's very hard to get um, governments and po- political leaders and scientific leaders to commit um, money and time to a high consequence, low probability event, as they call it. You know this will happen, is likely to happen sometime, you just don't know when, and um, the likelihood of it happening is, is at any given time is low. So people, it's something you can push off until tomorrow. Yeah. We're speaking with Betsy McKay, senior writer at the Wall Street Journal. She's written a piece entitled, A Deadly Coronavirus Was Inevitable, Why Was No One Ready? Some of the other factors you put together here, too, about uh, funding, warning systems, the role of the World Health Organization, China's communication. I'd explain some of that. Well, you know, um, one problem is that as a globe, we never have really figured out how to, on an international level, um, prevent and man- and, and um, uh, respond to epidemics. The World Health Organization is the organization that does that, but um, they are way underfunded. I mean, like, way underfunded. And most of the money in their budget is earmarked for specific projects. Um, Polio eradication is a big one. And, you know, a lot of the polio work does help build um, health systems, which also help you, you know, detect other, other pathogens. So there is some crossover, but essentially... There's never been a, you know, nations coming together and working together. And also, uh, you know, uh, a lot of this preparedness work has to be done by, by national governments. But again, they're all individually under pressure. You know, they have budgets to manage um, a lot of needs. You know, if you've got a big uh, uh, hurricane disaster to respond to right now, Versus the um, the threat of a the sort of nebulous threat of a pandemic happening sometime. Where's your money going to go? And that just keeps yeah. happening over and over. Jeez. Yeah. All right. So uh, as we all know uh, and believe at this point, I believe this won't be our last pandemic. So what about next time? Uh, I know there are lessons learned here, but do we put them to use and try to somehow prepare? Well, that's a big question, isn't it? I mean, some people say. 
you know what? Now the world has learned and we will never make this mistake again. Um, as, uh, as a partial skeptic or sometimes skeptic, I wonder, you know, when push comes to shove, we, we certainly will do more than, than we've done, but will we do enough? Um, you know, it, it, it really takes changing the mindset. A lot of people I have spoken with who are in government and who lead these efforts have said, you really need to start viewing um, epidemic, you know, emerging disease threats as, as akin to a military threat, and you need to prepare for them in that way. So not sporadic funding, really need to invest in this as a, and, and view it as a national security issue, not um, kind of a side scientific issue and things will come along as they come along. It's really like war. <laughs> so um, when you look at it that way, you know, we certainly have a long way to go. Um, the other thing is most of the, the world of pandemic preparedness has been focused on a flu pandemic, preparing mm. for a flu pandemic. And again, much of that work does prepare you for any kind of pandemic. So, so this was actually happening right under our noses. Right. And we weren't, um, we weren't putting the money into it that we needed to put into to fully understand the extent of the problem. Thanks, Betsy. Betsy McKay, senior writer at The Wall Street Journal. 13 minutes now after the hour on This Morning, America's First News. Football is back, and DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, has millions of reasons to be excited. To kick off the season, DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at a $1 million top prize, with a total of $3 million up for grabs for this Thursday's football contest. Getting in on Thursday night's single-game showdown is easy. Draft six players from the season opener, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game like having a shot at a million-dollar payday. Download the DraftKings app now and use code DEAL. For a limited time, new users get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and $3 million in total prizes. Don't miss this extra special week one bonus. Enter code DEAL to get a free shot at the one million dollar top prize with your first deposit. That's code Deal only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum five dollar deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. This is a special end of summer announcement from Dell. At our Labor Day sale, small businesses can save up to fifty percent on select business computers with Intel Core processors. We're committed to taking your business to the next level. Give our small business technology advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business with Labor Day savings. Visit dell.com/businessdeals or call us at eight seven seven ask Dell. That's eight seven seven ask Dell. Whether class is in school, at home, or a little bit of both, Staples has everything you need to start the year right and all at amazing prices. From notebooks to lap desks, folders to noise-canceling headphones. This week, Staples two-pocket paper folders and one-subject notebooks are an incredible 10 cents each. Now that's a back-to-school deal you don't want to miss. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. School on, save on at Staples. Ends 912. Limit 6. In-store only. While supplies last. Curbside available in most stores. One of the things about the humidor is it's probably got the greatest variety of any tobacco shop in Huntsville. I come down here because the variety of accessibility of the different types of cigars that they have. Great selection of cigars, and they have the best selection of cigars around at a good price. Buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys. Great pipe selection, great tobacco selection. They do a great job of taking care of the customer, and that's what counts. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest. Now open Sundays, noon to 6. Hello, I'm Jason Banks, a neurosurgeon at the Spine and Neuro Center here in Huntsville. Did you know your spine is made up of bones, discs, and an intricate design of nerves? Sometimes abnormalities occur that may cause pain, numbness, and even weakness in your arms or legs. Your spine is more than just bones. Our neurosurgeons can treat the nerves in addition to the bones. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Extreme Genes, Family History Radio, Sunday evenings at 6 on WTKI Talk. Locking up the noise and bringing you the facts. You're listening to America's First News. This morning with Gordon Deal. 
Thanks for spending part of your Labor Day with us. Despite nearly 50 years of warnings by federal road safety officials, the United States still has no effective national system to keep tabs on drivers who commit serious offenses in another state. Enforcement relies on state agencies to do their job, which they often do not. It's a gap that puts everyone at risk every time we take to the road. Call it America's blind spot. The Boston Globe has done some in-depth investigating on it. We're joined now by reporter Brendan McCarthy. Brendan, take us through it. Sure. This project uh, really was sparked by a, a deadly crash last summer in New Hampshire in which seven motorcyclists died. Uh, they were hit uh, allegedly by a, a young gentleman who was a truck driver and who, you know, careened across, allegedly careened across the road and, you know, just plowed into this pack of motorcyclists. Now, we found shortly thereafter, right, that um, this uh, gentleman, Vladimir Zukovsky is his name, uh, his license should have been suspended. He had, uh, you know, just a litany of past violations, drug and, and crashes, uh, arrests in his, in his past. And quite simply, what had happened here is Connecticut had warned Massachusetts about this driver uh, months prior, but Massachusetts had took no action. Uh, on his license, hadn't suspended or pulled him from the road. So we were kind of flummoxed, like, well, how did this happen? And we quickly learned that this is, is pretty common. And what we did is we launched this investigation, and we learned that basically drivers across the country are, you know, on the road, dangerous, have, you know, suspensions, convictions in their past, uh, but they're, they remain on the road strictly because state motor vehicle agencies fail to communicate. Boy. Right? It's 2020. You'd think with all the technology we have and more, right, that um, uh, we'd be able to kind of target drivers, right? Not the case. In fact, we learned that about one in 10 drivers across the nation, that's folks on the road right now, has at least one offense, right? Ranging from speeding to vehicular homicide that isn't even on their official record. So if you do the math in a nation of, we've got 227 million licensed drivers, that's about 220 million unaccounted for folks that have, you know, convictions. 22 million, yeah, of the of the 227 million, yeah. Yeah, yeah, one in ten. Man, so uh, the states don't share data because why? Well, it's you know we talk to experts who say it's basically a broken system because it's not a federalized system, right? And what you have is 50 different kind of, you know, uh, one of the reporters called them uh, islands of irresponsibility, right? Mm. Um, many states rely, believe it or not, on actually mailing paper notices, mailing documents from one state to another about an infraction. And in several cases, some states don't, in fact, mail any to any at all, including some pretty big states like California, Arizona, Arizona, and New Hampshire. So on the receiving end of things, we also have many states like Massachusetts who never even opened the mail and, and let it languish for years. So you had warnings, paper warnings, sitting in boxes in a warehouse saying this person is a dangerous driver. Need, you know, this needs attention. And yet nothing was done. Boy, I'm speaking with Brendan McCarthy. Deputy Projects Editor at the Boston Globe. They've done a terrific investigative piece on dangerous drivers who should have lost their licenses but didn't. I guess, you know, suspending or taking away somebody's license doesn't mean they can't climb behind the wheel anyway. However, right. right, this is still... Yeah, Gordon, you're absolutely right. I will say in, in one of the pieces, which is available at globe.com slash blindspot, uh, we talked to a couple of drivers who actually had some um, serious crashes. In fact, one gentleman who um, was convicted of vehicular homicide, and he said, you know, I've had troubles in my past, but i got to tell you, you know, I shouldn't be have been on the road if they would have done something. Um, you know, I, I, if I didn't have my license, clearly I wouldn't have been behind the wheel. And, you know, I have family and other loved ones out there, and I hope they address this issue. Um, you know, like many studies show that, you know, recidivism and more is, you know, decreases, right, when people are, you know, these things get tended to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're absolutely correct that, you know, no one can say, um, you know, uh, you can't get behind the wheel if you don't have a license. However, we do know that, you know, suspending, I mean, the federal government spends billions each year to decrease roadway deaths uh, for things like this. Um, but yet, you know, the system about communication and, and how to actually tackle this um, kind of goes uh, unnoticed, if you will. Boy. So 
I mean, since your piece has run or since you and your colleagues started asking questions about this to different state motor vehicle agencies, um, is there any indication that there's an effort to do better or to do more, to be more efficient with this? I mean, because lives are at stake. Yeah, I mean, we had a really unique set of circumstances here. In fact, before we even published a word of our investigation, four states uh, launched investigations into uh, some of their failures to tag these uh, terrible and troubled drivers. Uh, so there are some, in, you know, state-by-state investigations going on, uh, and there are, we've heard from several legislators on the federal level who want to kind of pick this up. And, and there is a gentleman who we interviewed at length, a, a former U.S. congressman from Northern Virginia named Jim Moran, and he had tried to tackle the, this issue back uh, in the early uh, aughts, in the, you know, sh- around the time of 9-11. But there was, a, uh, for a variety of different reasons, including concerns about some kind of, you know, potential national-type database, you know, those pitches never made it onto the, you know, the floor of Congress. Thanks, Brendan. Brendan McCarthy, reporter at the Boston Globe. 22 minutes now after the hour on This Morning, America's First News. When you need your bank... Capital One is right in the palm of your hand. With Capital One checking and savings accounts, you can check your balance, deposit checks, pay bills, and transfer money from your phone with a top-rated app. And when you're done banking, put it back in your pocket. A banking experience built around you and your life. This is Banking Reimagined. Get started online anytime and open a free checking or savings account in about five minutes. What's in your wallet? Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. This is a special end-of-summer announcement from Dell. At our Labor Day sale, small businesses can save up to 50% on select business computers with Intel Core processors. We're committed to taking your business to the next level. Give our small business technology advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business with Labor Day savings. Visit dell.com slash business deals or call us at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. All NFL facilities will be closed on Election Day, and team owners are pledging to work to arrange meetings with state and local authorities about law enforcement issues under a series of social justice measures announced by the league and the NFL Players Association. The measures include the possibility of NFL stadiums being used as polling centers and a pledge for the league and union to work together to support college educations for the children of victims of police violence. According to the NFL and NFLPA, we want to ensure that every member of the NFL family has an opportunity to exercise the precious right to vote. YouTube TV says NFL Network will be available effective immediately as part of YouTube TV base membership. The Sports Plus package available for an additional $10.99 a month includes NFL Red Zone, Fox College Sports, and Fox Soccer Plus. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. This is a special end-of-summer announcement from Dell. At our Labor Day sale, small businesses can save up to 50% on select business computers with Intel Core processors. We're committed to taking your business to the next level. Give our small business technology advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business with Labor Day savings. Visit dell.com slash business deals or call us at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Change is constant. That's why with Fidelity Wealth Management, your dedicated advisor will work with you to create a personalized plan for your full financial picture. One that can be adjusted as your needs change to help you stay on target. Plus, they can let you know what you're paying for and why. Learn more at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. The official healthcare provider for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. WTKI Talk. Hey, glad you could be with us. Feel like everything right now is beyond your control? It's not. Here's guidance from this morning's Jennifer Koshenka. The pandemic has made us feel utterly powerless over so many things in our lives, but there's one thing we can control ourselves. Elizabeth Bernstein of the Wall Street Journal is here with more. Elizabeth, how do you define self-control? 
Well, I believe the experts define it as the ability to manage your thoughts, feelings, and actions to achieve a future goal. So to do something, forego a temptation in the present so that you can do something that's good for you in the future. What do we do when we lose control? What kinds of things? Right now, losing control can be losing control of our emotions. We can be yelling at people or just sitting and staring off into the middle distance, snapping at loved ones, snapping at strangers. We can be binging Netflix when we really should be working. You know, watching Netflix is good in and of itself. If it's stress relief, it can make you laugh a little or get absorbed by something other than the moment. But if you're doing it to the point where you're you're not exercising or you're not paying attention to your kids or your work, you're in trouble. Uh, so it can be all kinds of things that go on. We could be bin, uh, it's called doom scrolling. We could just be looking at our phones, constantly updating the feeds, looking at the news, which is we really should be doing anything but that right now. Is there evidence that we are losing self-control more over the past six months or so? There's anecdotal evidence. I think we can see it out there. And I talk to a lot of people week in and week out for my job writing this column. And, and people tell me that all the time. Like they're just having a harder time just maintaining themselves, their center, really. And so I, I hear it all over and over. But again, we, we can see it in what's going on in the world. I assume there's a difference between people who slip up every now and again and people who are out of control all the time. Well, sure. I mean, we, there's all sorts of things. There's, you know, people who just are jerks, right? There's just people who don't care about self-control. But also, we are all born with the ability for self-control. Some people have a higher propensity for it. So some people are born with personality traits. They're more conscientious. You know, so they may have, have an easier time. And then there's people who are born more reactive. You know, you know, think of a reactive baby. There's people who may react quicker to any kind of trigger. So there are, we have different abilities for it going out there from birth. But also it's, it's a lot of nurture, how the environment around us, how, what we're taught, if we have good coping skills. But the best news is we can all work on it. doesn't matter what stage of life, doesn't matter how you've approached it before. We all can improve on our self, self-control skills, even during these difficult times when we really need it. We are speaking with Elizabeth Bernstein of the Wall Street Journal. All right, Elizabeth, give us some hints on how we can get a hold of ourselves a little better. Well, there's many ways. Uh, good habits are, are one way. You go to bed every at the same time every night. Maybe shop locally so you can walk and get some exercise. These help you put in the sort of forego the temptations and put in the good good work towards those goals. But I looked in this article at something called cognitive reappraisal, which is really reframing your thinking. You can do it in the moment, and there's a bunch of fun little hacks for this that I really like. So one of them, uh, to reframe your thinking, if you're getting absorbed in a problem or you're feeling your self-control slip, is to put some distance, psychological distance between you and the problem or your icky emotions. And one of the best ways to do this is to use language. And people who do this well, it sounds wonky, but they talk about themselves in the third person in their head. So I would say myself, Elizabeth is on deadline, she's really stressed out, and she is not going to melt down or, or blow this deadline. So we start talking that way, and we get a little distance between the problem, and we can think it through more clearly. That's this morning's Jennifer Koshenka with Wall Street Journal relationship columnist Elizabeth Bernstein. 30 minutes after the hour on This Morning, America's First News. I'm attorney Gary Lackey. You know, you'll hear people say we're like a family, but here at the Lackey Law Firm, that's really true, not just a saying. I'm Justin Lackey. With my father and my sister, we have a special connection to each other. I'm Jennifer Lackey. At the Lackey Law Firm, when we take on your case, you become part of our family. You really do. And we'll always do whatever it takes to get everything you deserve. If you're injured, you worry about getting well, not about paperwork or insurance companies or figuring out how to get to your lawyer's office. I'll come to you. We worry about your case so you don't have to. When you've been injured, we know that your case is probably the biggest thing going on in your life. More important than almost anything else. And it's important to us, too, for one simple reason. Family takes care of each other, and the Lackey Law Firm will take care of you. The Lackey Law Firm. The Lackey Law Family. one 800 4
rights. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. CBS News Brief. Military helicopters rescued more than 200 campers trapped by a wildfire in Central California. Beth Kinsey was able to drive her family out on her own. Sheriff came and told us that we didn't have to evacuate, but he was advising we do because he didn't know if the fire would jump the road and we couldn't get out. Protesters in Rochester, New York, are demanding change following the death of a black man who was arrested. We want to see resources redirected from the police department's budget to meet the needs of the community, whether it's in mental health, job training, um, homelessness. Novak Djokovic is kicked out of the U.S. Open for accidentally hitting a line judge with a ball. CBSSports.com editor Andrew Julian. Extremely rare. I mean, you don't see players getting disqualified, certainly for things like this. Penalties assessed sometimes when they're expressing frustration by hitting a ball uh, into the stands or something. CBS News Brief. I'm Wendy Gillette. It can warm a room. It can comfort your tired feet. It can be an inspiration piece for your entire house. Nothing says home like the perfect rug. We've all been spending a lot of time at home recently, and you've probably been looking for ways to improve the look and comfort. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs is now reopened. Operating with your safety in mind, you can choose from Alabama's largest selection of handmade and machine-made rugs from all over the world, from small accent to palace-sized. All styles and designs, antique, semi-antique, and new, giving your home unique personality. Pars Gallery even offers professional cleaning, repair, and restoration with free pickup and delivery, sanitizing your rug to keep you safe. Come by our showrooms today and save big a fine rug that will create a foundation for a beautiful room. Pars Gallery on Culver Road in Mountain Brook and Whitesburg Drive in Huntsville. And online at ParsGallery.net. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs. Adding beauty and elegance from the floor up. I'm a mom with two children who love sports. One girl, one boy, and they're all about playing ball. I love sports, too, because it keeps them active and healthy and teaches them great life lessons, like how to be part of a team. But I worry about them getting hurt. Sprained ankles, heat illnesses, even concussions. How do I know that their coaches know how to keep them safe? Here's how. Because Alabama is the first state in the nation to pass a law that requires all youth coaches of kids 14 and under to complete a certified training course in injury recognition and prevention. They call it the Coach Safely Law. I call it the right thing to do. So, Coach, before I drop my kids off at their first practice with you, I have one very important question. Do you coach safely? Sponsored by the Coach Safely Foundation, the Alabama Recreation and Parks Foundation, the ABA, and this station. Defeating the plot to disarm America. The Dana Show. Weekday afternoons at 2 on Talk Radio for the rest of us. WTKI Talk. Expert insight. World-class reporting. You're listening to America's First News. This morning with Gordon Deal. Glad you could spend part of your Labor Day with us. Monday, September 7. Coming up this half hour, teachers fear coronavirus budget cuts. Also, how to pandemic-proof your retirement. Plus, suburban America awash in above-ground swimming pools. And famous Labor Day quotes. We'll have those in about 20 minutes. Teacher layoffs in some school districts ahead of the fall semester come as cash-strapped school districts nationwide must implement costly safety measures to prevent COVID-19 spread and to equip students with the devices remote learning requires in the meantime. Here's a snapshot of what's happening from Suzanne Hurt, reporter at USA Today. Suzanne, explain. Well, a lot of districts across the country that already were short on funds before the pandemic are now having to um, fit all these extra expenses in their budgets as they prepare for students to come back to campus. So, um, you know, replacing carpet with tile floor, testing air conditioning systems, and all these extra things that um, they weren't necessarily having to do before. And so they are looking at, um, when they're looking at their budget, one of the places that a lot of them are having to cut are in uh, teacher salaries. So um, some of the, the teachers that have been cut in, um, like in Massachusetts, are arts teachers because, um, you know, they're, they're considered specials. Art and music and PE are considered specials. And uh, so I guess when it comes down to cutting back on core subjects or 
specials. It's the specials that are more likely um, to be cut. Well, uh, well, besides those teachers who are specials teachers, who else would be opposed to something like this? Um, well, I think when you look at um, the impact of the arts, um, so you have you know not only teachers who are losing their job, but then you have uh, students who might not have access to the arts outside of public schools, you know, especially low-income students. Mm-hmm. They might not have, um, their parents might not have the resources to provide them with music or art lessons, take them to museums and expose them to those sorts of things. So if they don't get it in school, um, they might not get it at all. We're speaking with Suzanne Hurt, reporter at USA Today. Her piece is called A Farewell to Arts. Teachers fear coronavirus budget cuts may target art and music classes. All right, so did you say that in some cases uh, some of the core teachers, like a math or a science teacher, might have to try to pick up uh, a few minutes of teaching or, or offering art, music, or P.E.? Uh, well, that's, I think that that's what some, uh, stakeholders are concerned is going to happen. I haven't, um, I don't know that that is happening yet. It's just kind of one of those things looming on the horizon, um, where, uh, some, like, superintendents are, are fearing that if special teachers, if they have to cut into special teacher salaries, that they might have to, for instance, ask an English teacher to incorporate art into their lesson plan so that, you know, art is presented in some form, but it's being presented by an English teacher, not someone who um, is, you know, certified and highly trained in art. Wow. I think there was uh, one school district that you talked about was already kind of $600,000 in the hole or needed to cut that much, and then the pandemic hit? Right, yeah, they were looking at um, having to trim 600000 from their 2021 fiscal year budget um, before schools closed in the spring. Uh, so this this affects the uh, that approach called the whole student, right? And some say there are those who take an art class or a music class, for example, and that tends to help in some of their other core subjects. Yeah, yeah. Um, I spoke to um, Andrew Spar, who is the vice president of the Florida Teachers Union, and he used to teach in Daytona Beach, where I'm based, at um, one of the poorer schools in the community. And, and he said that he saw um, quite a bit of improvement in uh, scores for the students who performed in orchestra as opposed to those who didn't. And I think that that's um, that's reflected in quite a bit of research that that shows that um you know music for instance can um, just kind of connect some pathways in the brain that students are you know developing those areas and that that can lead to improvements in other academic areas so it's like it's not music just for the sake of music but it also uh, aids in brain development and, and that kind of thing and can lead to um, better test scores in other areas wow. You quoted uh, one guy in your story who said, uh, this is the time to reinvest and double down on the arts. What did he want, or what, what would he like to see? Um, well, he kind of um, he, he made a good point about how art teachers, for instance, are by nature um, creative. They're out-of-the-box thinkers. They're problem solvers. And so he's saying, like, hey, when these districts are, um, you know, sitting down to try to figure out their way out of the situation, why don't you bring in some of these art teachers? Thanks, Suzanne. Suzanne Hurt, reporter at USA Today. 21 minutes now in front of the hour on This Morning. Innovation. Resilience. Agility. It's how Michigan businesses continue to build the future. Our expertise, talented workforce, and proven adaptability are making a difference now and shaping the future. Join us and make your mark where it matters. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to put your plans in motion. That's michiganbusiness.org slash radio. Whether class is in school, at home, or a little bit of both, Staples has everything you need to start the year right and all at amazing prices. From notebooks to lap desks, folders to noise-canceling headphones. This week, Staples two-pocket paper folders and one-subject notebooks are an incredible 10 cents each. Now that's a back-to-school deal you don't want to miss. Shop in-store or pick up curbside. School on, save on at Staples. Ends 9-12, limit 6, in-store only, while supplies last. Curbside available in most stores. 
I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing and free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. This is a special end-of-summer announcement from Dell. At our Labor Day sale, small businesses can save up to 50% on select business computers with Intel Core processors. We're committed to taking your business to the next level. Give our small business technology advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business with Labor Day savings. Visit dell.com slash business deals or call us at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. It's the Declaration of Independence as we're created. Doesn't matter. Declaration of Independence has no validity under the law. I notice you said it's unconstitutional. Did you say it's undeclarational? It is. It is undeclarational. Yes. That's one hell of an argument, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 Handle on the Law, Saturday nights from 9 to midnight on WTKI Talk. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Handle on the Law, Saturday nights from 9 to midnight on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Hey, glad you could spend part of your Labor Day Monday with us. A new survey has found one in five Americans now expect to retire later than planned because of the economic fallout of the pandemic. Plus 14% say they've given up all hope of reaching their savings goal at all. For perspective and guidance on how to pandemic-proof your retirement, we're joined by Dina Brown, Wealth Advisor at Lakeview Capital Partners in Jacksonville, Florida. Dina, your advice. There's some really scary times right now, and so some people may have been planning to retire at this time, and so you want to really go back and reevaluate your retirement plan. This is not something you just want to wing and say, oh, I'm just going to retire, because it could um, have some effects, long-term effects, if you do retire at the wrong time. So, um, you know, just go back and make sure you're being proactive about your retirement and not reactive. Uh, You know, you made me think of something there, and that is... Are folks coming to you these days in 2020 or, you know, in the middle of a pandemic and talking about full-on retirement, like taking the shingle down, closing up the laptop, or are some folks, like, still still doing stuff, still working and collecting some sort of paycheck? Hey, it's it's mixed. So if you've got someone who's totally miserable in their job, they want to retire. They wanted to retire yesterday, but you have other people that, um, you know, kind of like their job, but they want to do maybe, well, not now because you can't travel that much, but they want to do other things like maybe spend more time with their family or fish or, you know, um, with some new hobbies. Um, And so, yeah, they're saying, hey, maybe I'll just uh, supplement my income and work part-time maybe in the same field that they were in or maybe something totally different because this is a time when you're retiring you can actually um and try something new and work part-time and 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 enjoy retirement at the same time and have a little bit of that extra income is there pandemic panic for lack of a better phrase among those who are you right at the retirement point uh no gordon i haven't seen any any um panic and that could be because um, they're working with a professional, um, but I can assu- I can assume that the people who are not working with a professional are probably a little bit um, scared, and that's very normal. Um, and you know that's why again it, it is so important if you are getting close to retirement that you should. 
I don't, I, I shouldn't say should, but um, it's a great idea to work with a professional to help you through that because, again, this is not something you want to just, you know, take on yourself and just kind of figure it out on your own. You really want somebody to help guide you for the long term. We're speaking with Dina Brown, Wealth Advisor and Certified Financial Planner with Lakeview Capital Partners in Jacksonville, Florida. We're talking about how to pandemic-proof your retirement. Um, so the stock market has come almost all the way back from those lows it hit when the outbreak began. Uh, are some folks saying, okay, that's enough. Uh, I'm going to take the money and run, stock it in some safety. And, and, and are they saying that? And is that your advice? No. <laughs> Actually, people are doing the opposite. They're saying, I think that when the market goes up, it makes people feel really, really good. And this is a psychological thing. And they're like, oh, it's going up, so I want to buy more. And then when the market goes down, it makes them think, oh, no, I'm scared and I want to sell. And, and sometimes you don't want to go with your emotion because you might be making the wrong move. So usually you want to start buying when things are low and selling when things are high. And the way you can do that is actually setting up an asset allocation, which is just, you know, a mix of stocks and bonds, um, uh, including mutual funds or exchange-traded funds, and then setting targets. And when the market moves up, you just trim the things that have gone up and buy the things that have gone down and vice versa, so that you're always kind of doing that systematically where you're buying low and selling high. Thanks, Dina. That's Dina Brown, Wealth Advisor at Lakeview Capital Partners in Jacksonville, Florida. 13 minutes now in front of the hour on this morning, America's First News. This is a special end-of-summer announcement from Dell. At our Labor Day sale, small businesses can save up to 50% on select business computers with Intel Core processors. We're committed to taking your business to the next level. Give our small business technology advisors a call. They'll identify the right tech solution for your business with Labor Day savings. Visit dell.com slash business deals or call us at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Third floor study hall. My dining room table. Home room Monday and Tuesday. My living room Wednesday to Friday. Wherever school is this year, Staples has amazing prices on everything like lap desks, computers, and UV sanitizers. This week, the 15-inch Lenovo IdeaPad 3 laptop with Intel Core i3 processor is just $399. You save $130. Shop in-store, order online, or pick up curbside. School on, save on. Staples. Ends 912. While supplies last, curbside available in most stores. For decades, Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center has been taking care of our personal and company vehicles. And I've mentioned this many times. Bob shoots you straight. What kept me coming back all those years was the things Bob said we didn't need yet. And when we did need a major repair, Bob was reasonable. Another thing from Davies Auto Service Center you're not going to get from other auto repair shops? One-year warranty on parts and labor. You like what you drive. You want to keep it on the road. Maybe you're shooting for that mileage milestone. And besides, it's cheaper than a car payment. So call Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center, the Blue Building, 10th Avenue and Tryana Boulevard, between Bob Wallace and Governor's Drive in Huntsville. Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. That's Davies Auto Service Center. 256-534-2704. My community means everything to me. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from, and as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The training and leadership skills I get from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people and look out for my community. If you'd like to learn how you, too, can serve part-time in the community you love, visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. In 2007, Marine First Lieutenant Travis Mannion was killed in Iraq after saving his wounded teammates. Travis's legacy lives on through the words he spoke before his final deployment. If not me, then who? Words that today fuel the spirit of Travis Mannion Foundation. And through TMF, these words can live in you too. Show the world what you're made of. Because character is invisible until it's not. Find out how you can strengthen the character of your community alongside empowered veterans, families of the fallen, and inspired civilians at travismanion.org. 
Chad. Tired of the screaming? What are you going to do this weekend for fun? For great ideas, it's Talk Saturday, Saturday mornings at 9 on WTKI Talk. Cutting through the clutter to bring you the people and stories that matter to you. You're listening to America's First News this morning with Gordon Deal. Suburbanites are risking a water fight in hot pursuit of a backyard accessory they might have balked at a summer ago, and that's an above-ground pool. Cooped-up American families with nowhere to go this summer, as many community pools, lakes, and beaches remain closed, have eagerly embraced do-it-yourself projects to make their homes and backyards staycation-worthy. Not everyone, though, loves their creativity. It's a story by Patrick Thomas, reporter at the Wall Street Journal. Patrick, what are you hearing? There's... Less entertainment this summer, and people have more free time on their hands and are taking on these home projects of installing their own pool for the time being. Um, plans to Disney World are canceled. Uh, maybe their their community pool, their neighborhood pool, is out of commission this summer because of the virus. So they they need some. You got to distract the kids some way. Uh, people are still working from home. You got to give them something to do. So people are looking to these pools for at least some sort of entertainment to. Keep the kids and the family occupied during this time. All right. Seems like a reasonable idea. However, as you point out, uh, they have become a flashpoint among, uh, at a minimum, right, neighbors, uh, town officials, uh, homeowners associations. What's happening on that front? That's true. Uh, neighbors view them as basically an eyesore. Uh, homeowners associations um, are not a big fan of the pools. They say they diminish property values, especially if they're not taken down right away. Uh, some homeowners associations have been more lenient, saying, if look, if it's an inflatable pool, take it down, hide it so we don't have to look at it, then that's okay. But for the most part, uh, they require neighbors just aren't very keen on the idea of having these above-ground pools that they can be loud, they can have loud stereos. Sometimes they have pump systems that, you know, when an in-ground pool, you have, your pumps are, are, for the most part, buried or they're covered, they're alongside the house. Above-ground pools are a little different. They're a little bit more noisy. Neighbors aren't the biggest fan of them. And there was one, one neighborhood we talked to that their houses are a little bit closer together, and they're concerned that an above-ground pool will allow you to see in each other's houses. I hadn't heard that before, but I mm. guess there's a privacy concern there. Wow. Uh, so that was interesting. And, you know, generally, I, on a personal side, I talked to my mother about the story yesterday, and she said she wouldn't want to see an above-ground pool in her neighbor's house. So <laughs> I, I guess it's a real concern. <laughs> I was surprised because I don't think I've ever heard the phrase that you just uttered, and that is, some homeowners associations are being more lenient. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, some people do understand that there's just less opportunities this summer especially with your kids around and you got to keep them occupied. The one HOA that we talked to that, that said, look for the summer, it's fine. It's because, uh, the board member told me that, um, they have more families in their HOA. Uh, and they, they were pretty lenient on understanding that you got to keep kids occupied. Explain too, cause I guess there's a, um, a distinction to be made, and that's an inflatable pool versus a traditional above-ground pool, right? The infl- inflatable, you can just let the water out, deflate it, tuck it away in your basement or whatever. Not so much with a standard, I don't know, structured, semi-permanent above-ground pool, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. That's true. And both of them have their own issues. Uh, the, the, structure, the more structured above-ground pool may require more permits from your local municipality. Thanks, Patrick. Patrick Thomas. From the Wall Street Journal. Six minutes now in front of the hour on this morning, America's First News. You may meet in an office or on a video chat. Your commute might now be measured in feet, not miles. How you do business may have changed, but Staples will always have everything you need to get it done. And this week, get 40% back in Staples rewards on all paper and 40% back in rewards when you spend $75 on ink or $175 on toner. Shop in-store or pick up curbside and save big this week at Staples. Ends 9-12. Exclusions apply. For details, visit staples.com slash 40 in rewards. Curbside available in most stores. As you get back to business, small things can make a big difference. Like marking safe distances with floor tape and post 
posting reminders to wash hands. As always, Granger is here to help, offering supplies and solutions for every industry. Free access to product specialists, 24-7 support, safety recovery guides, and more. It's part of our commitment to help you adapt and recover in these challenging times. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. The richest woman in the world is an American, Mackenzie Scott. If that name sounds familiar, maybe it's because of news coverage about her divorce from her husband, Jeff Bezos of Amazon. As part of the divorce settlement, Scott walked away with a 4% stake in Amazon. And with Amazon and other tech stocks soaring, that pushed Scott's estimated net worth to a cool $68 billion, and elevating her to the top of the list as the world's richest woman. Topping Francoise Bedencourt Myers, heir to the L'Oreal fortune. Mackenzie Scott is now the 12th richest person in the world. Her ex, Bezos, is number one, with an estimated worth of $207 billion. The other tech titans round out the top four. Microsoft founder Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, and Elon Musk of Tesla. The rest of us don't have quite that much. That's your Fox Business. I'm Hank Weinblum, invested in you. Customers, students, and staff expect a new level of clean. Cintas has the essential products and services to help you carry out cleaning protocols effectively. Cintas performs surface sanitizer and disinfectant spray services to common touch points, installs and refills touchless hand sanitizer dispensers, and provides commercial laundry services to help minimize employee exposure. Give everyone the confidence they need to keep coming back. Visit Cintas.com. And get ready for the workday. In the day on a good note with dinner and a charming atmosphere at Main Street Cafe in historic downtown Madison. Visit the website for weekly food and drink specials. Enjoy your visit inside or on the patio. Wine down Wednesdays with $3 off all wine by the glass. Thirsty Thursday at Main Street offers beer and cocktail specials. Main Street Cafe, 101 Main Street, next to the railroad track in Madison. Discover all they have to offer at MainStreetCafeMadison.com. He could have named his show Economics for Dummies. Tom Sullivan, weeknights at 8 and Saturdays at 3 on WTKI Talk. spending part of your Labor Day with us. We'll finish with this. Labor Day, celebrated on the first Monday of every September, honors millions of hardworking Americans across the country, right? It's a day in which the U.S. Department of Labor pays tribute to who it calls the greatest worker in the world, awarding time off, usually with lively parades and festivals. This time, appreciate a well-deserved day off with perhaps one last barbecue and an inspirational quote honoring the effort you've put in all year long. The quotes were compiled by goodhousekeeping.com. Number one, a pleasure in the job puts perfection in the work, said Aristotle. Number two, Booker T. Washington offered, quote, nothing ever comes to one that is worth having except as a result of hard work. Number three, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. That's from Thomas Edison. Number four comes from businessman Harvey McKay, who said, Find something you love to do, and you'll never have to work a day in your life. And the last one from Maya Angelou. Nothing will work unless you do. That'll do it for this hour. Thanks for listening to This Morning, America's First News. I'm Gordon Deal. the smartest man in talk radio. You're going to be listening to one of the smartest people that you probably... And you know who this guy is. <laughs> it's me. He's Jim Blassingame. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? The Small Business Advocate. The Small Business Advocate. Jim Blassingame. Saturdays at 2 on WTKI Talk. Hi, I'm Tamika Hayes, a physician assistant at Spine and Neuro Center. If you're suffering from back and neck pain, it's good to know that a physician assistant or nurse practitioner can see you as soon as the next day. We will evaluate you, order imaging studies, and develop a treatment plan that'll get you feeling better. Plus, if need be, we'll get you into one of our neurosurgeons as soon as possible. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. 
celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. 